Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 339. We have Max is kind of returned. He's here, sort of. He's I just, once stumbled into horse. There he Twitter. is. All right. He was here before we went live and then he froze as we were going live. So I assume he's going to be popping back in soon. But that's that's Dreamcast guy. He's here tonight. Uh, Sean will be on at some point. I think he's watching wrestling. I don't know. It's one of it's one of the the three letter factions. I don't know. He's watching something. And uh, we also have uh, Josie, who is off tonight. She'll be back next weekend. But we do have MVG, Modern Vintage Gamer, with us tonight. Well, hello. It's great to be here. We'd have MVG here. We had like Assassin's Creed. There was RoboCop going on. So a lot, a lot of stuff happening this week that we can go, we can talk about here. Oh, Max is back. Good. Dreamcast good. chair. All right. Good stuff. We also have OJ Player Essence joining us tonight. What is good? Good to be back. Might have to leave a little bit early tonight, so I might not be here for the whole stream, but I'm here right now. Okay. Good. Good to have OJ oh, here. Gosh, come on. Oh, okay. Gus. Go. I think it's a cat or something. Okay. And then we also have Evan. Evan's here too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like like I said, if you see Sean pop in randomly, don't don't worry. He'll I'm sure he'll make his presence known. He'll yell or something. So he he'll pop in at some point. Uh, okay. Max is back. Good. Welcome back. Max is back. Welcome back, Max. Hello. Okay. There we go. Wait. Is it? You had you had it right the first time. There you go. Okay. You're good. Here we go. Yes. We're on. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good to have good to have Max back. <laughs> Hi. Sorry. All right. Cool. Cool. Tonight, though, we have to go over some of the, the Sony stuff. Naughty Dog with their issues. A very odd remaster also being spotted again. That seems to solidify it a bit more. The 3DS and the Wii U online play going away, which basically erases those systems at this point from Nintendo. We, we also have Assassin's Creed Mirage. That came out. MVG and I have been playing it a bit. Max played it too. Uh, we'll go over that. And then also the RoboCop demo. I figure we would kick that around a bit, even though it's, uh, I, I, I think we need that full version because there's some odd things going on um, with this one. I do want to give a shout out though to a couple of the executive producers. We have John O, Joshua Butts, uh, Varang, who, who popped in here actually throughout the month. So shout out to Varang. And then William Hogue, that's over on uh, spawncastnetwork.com. Check it out over there. The Xbox podcast went up and Game and Talk as well. So a couple of couple of things up there and uh, having some having a lot of fun with that. So make sure you check that out. The links down below in the description. I did want to start, though, tonight with the with the Sony stuff. Because I saw Max, you were talking about it. Uh, I know MVG, I, I'm very curious what MVG thinks about some of this, too, because it has to do with The Last of Us and you were you were, you were okay with Last of Us Part 1 for the most part, so I, I wanted to see where your, where your thoughts were with this and just Naughty Dog in general as we can kind of see how they have been with this generation so far. Uh, but the, the story that came up this week had to do with Naughty Dog and contractors being laid off or ha just having their contracts ended. About 25 people were, were apparently reported as leaving. They were mostly QA testers. And with that news, we also found out that this Last of Us Factions multiplayer, that is, that's apparently on ice. It's shelved. Someone mentioned who, who generally has pretty good sources with it on, online that it's, it's dead, canceled. Uh, unfortunate for Last of Us Factions fans because we saw concept art for it, right? Neil Druckmann talked about it on stage with Jeff Keighley uh, at least once. 
And now it looks like it's uh, it's not going to happen. And a lot of people pointing at Bungie because Bungie said, send it back. And now it doesn't look like it's coming back to us. So uh, first off, we'll start with that. What do, what do we think about the Last of Us Factions thing? Uh, is there any path forward for it? Or do we actually think this just, no, it's not happening. They're, they're moving on Last of Us 3, new IP. And that's kind of it. I mean, it definitely seems like they're moving on. But man, how bad must it have been for them to scrap it? Like... It seems easy. The original Last of Us Factions was so popular. Like, that one of the weird people that got hired and then left was some guy who specializes in battle passes. So even that sounds weird. What kind of battle pass were we going to get? Like, I feel like maybe it's that Last of Us doesn't really... I can't imagine it as games as a service. What the heck? Were, were we going to get Division with zombies? I really don't know. I mean, I, I'm so excited for it. The fact that it's most likely canceled is disappointing, but still just so confusing. Yeah, I wonder how far along it was because we saw Sega cancel Hyenas and that game was basically done. And apparently word came out that's one of the most expensive projects Sega's done is Hyenas. So that, I don't know, live service stuff, a little sketchy. What do you think, MVG? I think Factions has always been one of those titles that we've talked about over the last couple of years where it's, it's is it even real? Does it exist? What What state is it in? all that sort of stuff. And I think, you know, it, it, it's all kind of come to a head now where I think honestly beyond, um, you know, an alpha build that they may, they, they may be play testing internally at Naughty Dog. I don't think this game will ever see the light of day um, for different reasons, but I think ultimately, mm -hmm. you know, this kind of confirmation that's, that's occurred really just, you know, that this game is on ice really just kind of solidifies the fact that this game was never really anything that I feel like was ever going to ever ship out the door, to be honest. Mm. Sean's with us now, joining us, RGT. Hello. How was wrestling? Uh, it was fine. Okay. Wait, you're not, isn't there like a main event and all? Like, I feel like this goes later than that. Like the, uh, the nine. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a pay-per-view going on, so I'll watch. Okay, you're gonna watch the side. Is, is, will this involve any kind of random yelling or, 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 anything no. no okay okay i don't know if there was anything hype going on with that i, I wasn't sure wasn't no, sure okay okay we were we were discussing the last of us factions debacle how it appears that the, it's just it's gone like it's done right yeah feels like a waste of time for naughty dog that that's kind of where i'm am with it now i mean how long do you think they worked on this and how like in terms of resources how much do they put into this instead of work on say last of us part three it's it seems kind of kind of strange. What, what what was your take on this, OJ, when you saw the the news break about Naughty Dog seemingly struggling with the live service aspect to the point where they just they are shelved and they're out? I'm not sure. They never did any live service before, so it seemed like it wasn't comfortable for them. And now it looks like <laughs> it's not comfortable for them. Mm. Uh, that's why I've always been a fan. I get I know live service, but if you could just make regular multiplayer. Like they had it before, you wouldn't run into stuff like this. But what do they do? Send it off to Bungie, right? Bungie said, no, this isn't live service. We know how to make live service. You guys don't. So, I mean, I don't know, man. That's why I'm, I'm not a fan of live service. I don't think everything needs to be live service. And this is one of the many reasons why I don't think it needs to be live service because of stuff like this like you can just make regular games with online multiplayer and if you want to do microtransactions from there you can figure out some way but i don't know it's just to me it's just another another problem with live service games and how you do things when they had a great multiplayer 
Last of Us Part One. People yeah. still play it now. Yeah. yeah, it was great on PS3. It was great on PS4, and, and everything screwed up because they got to go live service. Like, how does that benefit gamers? I don't know how anybody can sit there and say, "Yep, that's good for us to just to move everything over to live service, almost everything over when it comes to multiplayer." So I mean, I don't know. Um, it's it's it sucks though. It sucks for the people that were looking forward to it, and uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they figure something out because. Wasn't that the reason why there was no multi? They said there was no multiplayer yeah, in The Last of Us Part I, Two in the first I place. I think that's what's really causing a lot of frustration, OJ, yeah. with the, the fan base, is that it sounds like they opted to not do multiplayer in Last of Us Part Two, like attach a multiplayer mode, because they thought they could end up building it into its own game. And then they spent. I mean, what Last of Us Part Two came out what 2020? 2020, 2020, yeah, three mm-hmm. years ago. Three years ago, yeah. So I mean, they you assume they were working on that because they would have realized it before the game came out. So yeah. Was this like a four-year project for for them? So, this this multiplayer that they scrapped. Uh, oof, that's it's, it's it's rough. It's rough, but hey, man, it is what it is. You got to live with the uh, with the decisions that that they make. So we'll see how they salvage it, you know, or see that see what they do, bring it back. I mean, you know, it is live service is the new rage, right? Fortnite and all that. So yeah, there gotta, was got to try part of the right? part of the report from Jason Schreier when he was kind of going over. It seemed like just Jim Ryan's tenure or time at Sony as the CEO. He kind of slipped like two sentences in that mentioned that there was some, I'd say, wavering confidence or some uh, concern about trying to adapt live service games to some of these studios who have never really done live service games. And I thought of Naughty Dog immediately with this. So uh, I, it, it seems odd kind of what they're trying to almost it feels like force on some of the studios or just like, hey, we we. A live service would be really good right now to have that to balance out how expensive some of these single player games are. All right, just make a money printer. We need a money printer. Like they, they think it's so easy and it's not. I mean, we're to the point where we're seeing live service games fail before they come out. We just talked about hyenas. Deviation, I don't know what happened there, but it it looks like from the outside that the, their game just got scrapped or or the funding got cut and they moved on from it. Uh, so it's that's kind of the we've progressed to the point where these live service games aren't even making it out the door before they're just cut cut down. So, I mean, like we had questions about Project GG at Platinum Games now that that's supposed to be kind of a live service title. So it's uh, it's it's not looking good on the live service stuff. And I mean, Sony's still trying to do what? Seven more of these things or something in the next three years. I don't know. This is going to be it's going to be an interesting time with with Sony. Just see how that turns out. They just need a couple of those to to hit and they'll be okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the most likely one would be to hit that we know of now. And unfortunately, if all seven of of them fail, John, then. Oh, it's it's got to be Horizon. That's got to be the one that's going to hit. If all seven of them fail, it's going to be bad. It's going to be ugly even. Uh, But I mean, Jim Ryan won't be there to uh, to get the backlash from it. He's out. (laughs) Right. I I do agree with OJ. There's leaked gameplay of the the Horizon games as a service, and it looks so Monster Hunter, like with the team based and have a character and hunt stuff and craft armor and then sell cosmetics. I think that has the most potential. But the Horizon brand, is that strong enough to build a progressive battle pass focused game yeah that's my concern about that max because i whenever i bring up horizon like i've run polls about it it feels like 
it's it's actually one of Sony's like less least popular mm-hmm. franchises when you put it next to something like a God of War or I mean I guess technically a Spider-Man sure but if you put it next to any of those kind of games that are like console exclusive or what have you or it's set up to be there day one as a console exclusive it it just doesn't seem to have the same pull as those so a Monster Hunter I a Monster Hunter setup would be fine but we just had Wild Hearts and that's already they already cut support on that oh yeah wow actually so, yeah, that's, that's a good point monster hunter like games I, I think it's just like monster hunter in general capcom knows how to do it really well and they have the brand i don't know how well monster Hunter like games will end up doing in the long run but uh, i do also want to recognize jay uh kj is a member for 17 months shout out to kj here so that's that's my issue i like horizon but every time i talk to somebody and i'm like hey do you like horizon people are generally like nah Sean thinks the person talks too much. I don't know. She does. I can't get anything from it. I think people try too much online to try to make it seem like it's like the greatest thing. Sometimes like people are like, how can you not like, have you guys seen these posts? How can you yeah. not like this? And they're just like dodging. Like you're making it look worse, bro. Well, I'm, I've considered myself like a big, big uh, defender of Horizon. Yeah. I love it. But I feel like it's one of those things where you either like that world and you like those characters or you don't. And Let's face it, it doesn't have the greatest gameplay. So yeah, I think once you start trying to let's remove Alloy and see if this will still sell. That's that's my big nervousness. I think, but I think she I mean honestly, I think she might be one of the 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 downers for a lot of people. Oh, really? Like and I do, I I really do like Sean has expressed it to me, like, eh, I don't really like Aloy that much. And I see that a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't I just don't think she's that interesting. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think she's very interesting. I think that the like the graphics are what to me sell the game. The graphics are so good in the game. It's got a lot of content. So usually whenever it comes out, it doesn't matter if it's overshadowed by something. The people that play PlayStation games or the people that are just looking for that next generation experience are going to pick up Horizon, even if they end up not liking it. You're always going to be impressed with how good the game looks. And it plays good enough. The gameplay is just good enough. The combat or whatever is just good enough. There's some things that it excels in very well, like graphics, for example. Sound design is very good. There's things that it excels really, really well in. So people, there's always going to be 8 million plus people, right? I think 10 million people plus that are going to be interested in this, no matter how crappy you think Aloy is or whatever the case is. People are going to buy it, whether they buy it at 70, they buy it at 50, they buy it at 30 or 40, they get a deal. They're going to buy it. It's, it's, it's going to do well. So I think that's the thing about Horizon. I mean, and yeah, that, that's what creates those like huge, like people love it or people hate it. With the live service game, though, I think that it could be you're not going to have Aloy, right? Like, it's not going to be like that. So people can be like, hey, maybe I could just play the game because I do like running around fighting robots. I mean, that's fun, you know, so. Yeah, maybe. I mean, just be able to create your own character that that might help, you know, set it up how you want it to be molded to your experience and all that. I I could see Mm -hmm. how that would play into it and might might even be enjoyed more for that. So they still have to wrap up what appears to be a trilogy for the series. So. Maybe after the, I assume the last game coming up for this story, they'll then maybe move to a new character or maybe they just move on from Horizon completely. Although it sounds like they have a lot of plans for this franchise going. They might, they might beat this one to the ground, to be honest. I don't think they can move on from, I don't think they can move on like that from this one. I think it'd be harder in today's day, like with the development and like the the risks. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could. But I mean, that's a huge risk like when you're doing a you're doing a multiplayer game. You're doing are they doing like a TV show or something? Yeah. 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 OK, they're so doing, yeah, they're doing they're doing a TV show. I mean, they're doing a lot here. And then you're just like, OK, well, yeah, no more. No more Horizons. Like, oh, wait, hold up. Yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're going to stretch that that franchise out. But <laughs> yeah. I do. 
All right. So then on top of this with Naughty Dog, I, I got to ask MVG about this. Okay. Cause this, this, I saw this pop up, right? It was spotted in like the LinkedIn the listing description person going over some of their, uh, their, their responsibilities and they're working as like environmental artists and all these things with assets. And they list last of us part one and last of us two remastered the composer before already kind of talked about this and everyone was like, eh. I mean, it's the composer might just be doing music for something else. They were just joking. Well, who knows, but it's listed there. The title they're doing a remaster for this game. And it, I mean, there now words going around that it might be one of the releases for next year, which means that the three games that have come out of Naughty Dog so far, to my understanding, this generation is Uncharted Legacy Thieves Collection, Last of Us Part One, and then Last of Us Part Two Remastered. Well, I gave Last of Us Part One Remastered a pass because I, I thought it wasn't really worth the outrage that people were mad about, you know, about that game. Because look, ultimately, Last of Us Part 1 is a PS3 game that came out a long time ago. Yes, I'm aware that it came out for the PS4 and it got remastered and all that stuff. But the fact that they did kind of provide what they term, and I don't agree with a ground up, you know, remaster or remake of <laughs> Last of Us on PlayStation 5, I, I was okay with it. I thought, yeah, why not? I mean, it's cool to see um some new mechanics in the game uh, updated visuals and and just kind of some some tweaks here and there so i i was kind of mostly on board with it now with that said last of us part two remastered that's a harder sell for me like i mean that game hasn't been around for very long it won what game of the year what four 2020, years 2020 three years, years ago yeah. yeah so i mean it, it's hard for me to kind of defend them going back and doing that i mean look i always welcome an update to a game that that brings quality of life features and takes advantage of current generation console hardware so you know if we do get a a 60 hertz uh, 60 fps mode or a 120 fps mode potentially some ray tracing i love that stuff right but i don't think that's enough to kind of justify Well, here's the interesting thing mvg uh last of us 2 if you go back and play it on the PS5, it got updates to where yeah. yep. it's 1440p right. 60 now, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out what's the what's the move to get you to, to upgrade. Because I right now, my assumption, this is a $10 upgrade path. All right. No way. No way. I could be wrong, and this could just be a $70 last of part one situation. But if I it, mean, if they could just do the same thing and just delist the current one and oh. just, and this is the new this is the one now, right? Like, you know, maybe you know, they'll coincide it with season two of the TV show potentially. Um, I mean, there's you know, reselling games that you've already made in the past is is the publisher's way. I mean, every every publisher does it. Um, so I could I could see them delisting the current one and then just having this one as the new That'd be crazy. They that. delist that they're the oh man i could say it i mean the original leak called it a director's cut I, if this doesn't have extra story stuff that's that's the he'll clip this mm. if this doesn't okay. have extra story stuff I, I think no one's gonna buy it as popular as this game is everybody just bought it like that's my thing is that this was a huge success not even three full years ago, I guess, is my thought. It's like, it, it needs something extra and different. Like, I've seen a lot of Naughty Dog fans saying that we didn't see much of Tommy. It'd be cool to see Tommy's journey through Chicago. That's totally different. That actor said he'd come back. I don't know. I, I If this is just a, a remaster of graphics, hell no. 
I mean, the game already looks really good. Like, yeah. this is one of the top tier games when it comes to like visuals, animation, presentation, the whole thing. So I, I don't know how much better it gets at this time. I, again, it, we'll see what they do on the current system, the PS5. That's not a remaster someday, but uh, part I, I don't know. Last of Us remastered, Last of Us Two remastered, just feels like kind of a waste of time unless like you mentioned max there is extra content being added in bridging stories maybe letting you play as uh tommy at certain points in the story or something like they could do stuff to at least make it feel like you're getting actual content from it because i i don't think the path is there like with ghost tsushima director's cut they did they they did the the cutscenes in real time so that they could match the the lip movement up to the words depending on which language you had chosen so it didn't look off I don't I don't think something like that is really there for them with Last of Us Part Two. So it the only thing I think of is they want to get it in that PS5 box, they want to get on the store shelves, and they want to have it there for when the next se- season of Last of Us happens. And that that yep. this is their this is their strategy. If it's 70, that's crazy. I, I assume this is a uncharted legacy of these $50 release, and then it's a $10 upgrade if you have the disc. Can, can I pitch all my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory? I think we were supposed to have the last of us factions a long time ago. I think we were supposed to have it in like 2022 and all this stuff was in line and it all got finished out of order. And I think originally we were going to get last of us factions and buying part one remake and part two remaster would unlock stuff in your battle pass. It would give you cosmetics. Like I just can't imagine that they would sell these games I don't know. This seems just so ridiculously scummy. I don't know. And so half-baked. I don't know. It it seems like it it was part of a bigger campaign that kind of got derailed at some point. Yeah, it's not been a great start to the, or I should say not a very interesting start to the the generation for Naughty Dog. And I'm wondering when they're going to get their next big game out if they had worked on factions for a good while and now that's shelved. Are we looking at a 2026 2027 release for them with a game i, I, I think they, uh, they have one new game this generation oh man yeah. Yeah. I mean, if wow you talk, if you want to talk about a a studio that i believe um takes maybe up to six years to make a game it's naughty dog i mean the bar is so high with with those guys i mean last of us two you know a lot of people didn't like it but you can't deny what it was and it was mm-hmm. A very very big and a very ambitious game and a very very good game in my opinion but i think the next game is just going to be even bigger right it has to be so i think with that in mind this is a game that's at least five or six years in the making so it's probably going to take them out not right at the end of the generation but i mean they're going to be like right into you know the tail end of the, of the generation i would think but by the time their game comes out yeah one of the last games in the generation yeah i could definitely see that that's Ah, uh, that's that's tough. That's really tough. You know what they could do? And I don't know if it's possible, even depending on how much they altered and changed that multiplayer. You strip it back and then you put it as a multiplayer mode on The Last of Us Part Two remastered. And it's just, hey, there's multiplayer. It's a pretty standard thing. You can play it. It's not a live service. Have fun. Gene, right. Gene Parks in the chat and he agrees. He says, yeah, I think we're only getting Last of Us Part Three at the end of the PS5. I bet it will be cross gen with PS6. I agree. God. Wow. I think that's that's about that's pretty accurate. Ah, they're supposed to be working on some other game. It's a new intellectual property. I think mm-hmm. they've it's been referenced as it being a fantasy game. So maybe that's interesting, but yeah, it's 
it's going to be rough for Naughty Dog fans for the first three quarters of this generation. And that's that's too bad. That is because if factions had worked out, we'd probably be talking about that right now. And uh, unfortunately, because it's not there, there's basically just a hole in their release schedule now. So but I they need something, man. Naughty Dog is one of their best studios. This is this feels like such I mean, a they, huge they, L. They were I mean, at this point. I, I, I It almost feels like now with kind of the way people are viewing them, they got to show up with like a, like a, another mind blowing game to get people back on track with them at this time, because we're hearing about remasters and remakes and projects that have been sent back to the you know, to, to, to work on again. So it's not not looking great right now in terms of Naughty Dog. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing them just do a standard multiplayer for Last of Us Part. I don't know where we got to the point where now you can't have just a bolted on multiplayer anymore. It's got to be a battle pass microtransaction filled adventure now. It's strange. I mean, OJ's making a point. I can see it. Something's mm-hmm. happening over there. Ella muted. Yeah, he's talking to his mic. Muted. He's spitting. Let him. <laughs> we, should, we should all let him cut. Muted. Let muted, him cook. <laughs> Let me cook. Muted, but it, it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't have to be though. It doesn't. There's Splatoon is successful. There's other multiplayers that are successful. I don't know, man. Like I get it. Live service, you make hella money, but I'm telling you, Last of Us Part Two. If they just had a normal multiplayer, I think people would have just forgiven the whole Joel and one thing. If they had a dope factions in there. I think I think it wouldn't have been anywhere near as bad. They can do it. They could they could do a crossover because they have the Sony uh, the Bravia Core. They changed that over to like the PlayStation Core, the pictures thing where it's like the you can rent movies. They could do a crossover with like Last of Us Two remastered and Caddyshack, to where you get I, like this is disrespectful. <laughs> you you set that, that one up for a long time, John. I know Damn, I had I to. I you were serious. <laughs> hey, they they showed up with the press release. Like I, we know you guys understand Bravia Core. You all use it. Now we're gonna turn it into I'm PlayStation you, pictures. Matt, people like, would have just been like, "Yeah, I hate the the." But man, that multiplayer was great. Like I don't know. I think it builds more value. People at one point they're selling it for like ten dollars or something like that. I know if the PS4 version, the PS3 version got cheaper too, but it seemed like that one just got discounted faster. Um, so I don't know. To me, man, like I just think that like. We should just cool it on the the live service. Like everything doesn't got to be live service, in my opinion. If the, if the, if they're banking on everything being live service, watch, man. Like it, it, a lot of this stuff's gonna fail, and that's gonna be then it might just go back to having regular multiplayer and building value through that, and just selling microtransactions or just selling stupid stuff through that. Like you know, I agree. Oh. I feel like Spl- Splatoon is such an interesting and good example. I, I love Splatoon a lot. I, it's by far my most played Switch game. And yeah, what happened to that? What happened to selling a game that's multiplayer focused and then selling a DLC to unlock new stuff in it? Yeah, yeah. It's and and just playing it and loving you, it. And instead, then you, you do bored, it you live, on. which is I yeah. mean, it's all the same shit. You're either buying it in DLC or you're buying it through a battle pass. Like one's but, cosmetic, but it, one's new characters. Like what? what are you here, here's the thing though. The difference is like. Is the structure of how it is though like so you, you have to go to the shop to buy it instead of well, through the you game to the shop to buy it you can't buy like a bunch of just stuff in splatoon like let's say you want to like energy or like live services there's like a lot of like just things that you can just like for example pokemon unite right 
there's just like a lot of stuff that you can just buy splatoon you can't do that like everything you, you just unlock everything you know so it's a very different structure than like what a real live service game is in today's day now splatoon does have like there's like amiibo or something like that like that's like lock where there's like some type of gear but for the most part you can unlock everything in the game so that's you so know? that's and, mechanics but i feel like scale of yeah. visuals the mechanic the, everything that needs to go into a game for multiplayer compared to last of us sized and visually aesthetically pleasing and all that versus splatoon i feel like there's a lot more of a budget on one side than the other are you saying just to cut the budget back greatly and just put out whatever at well i mean i don't know what the budget i don't know what the budget was for you know the last of us part one in terms of what they did for the multiplayer there i'm not sure and you have a point there evan absolutely you've got a point um i don't know i don't feel like if you're doing a you know maybe mvg can do this like i don't think the graphics need to be as high production as the single player when you're doing a multiplayer so yeah you can lower that right and it can be something that you add content as time goes on and you just you can make the microtransaction stuff but you could just do it a little bit not so I just, not so obvious i just you feel know like what i'm saying yeah, like splatoon I just, is like it's there but it's nowhere near as bad or obvious i just feel like the beast of multiplayer is so different because it used to just be let's just reuse our old assets from the game itself let's just cut off portions of the map that seem good for kind of pvp and then we'll just put it out like that with some net code but now mm-hmm. it's like you need all new maps you need all specific stuff you need all specific characters specific animations but like everything it just gets out mm-hmm. there Let's uh let's move over here to the the 3DS and the Wii U as they are they're shutting down online services. This is happening April 2024, so you still have roughly 6 months. We're waiting for the exact date in April, but about 6 months before it's shut down completely. Of course, we already had the stores, so like the, the digital storefronts, those are shut down on the systems. And now people seem like they are uh they're concerned about certain games and kind of just being left behind. Like the one that I see brought up a lot is Xenoblade Chronicles X, I guess, because it had some unique online features to it. And those, I mean, the game's still stuck on the Wii U, but this, this is something that uh, I am curious. One, how many people were actually playing the, the Wii U or the 3DS? I haven't played online with the 3DS in quite some time, but there were, there were a lot of people who seemed, uh, seemed yeah, pretty, pretty concerned about it. It sucks because there are pretty close knit communities, right? That still play on there. Splatoon one, there are some people that still play on there. Uh, but the Pokemon games, right? Like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, those have like a bazillion Pokemon on there. People still like to play those online, um, you know. So that that's the 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 thing that part that kind of sucks with all of this. And yes, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles X, that has particular armor and custom sets that can only be found on there on like through online play so when that shuts down there's no way unless they do some type of update or something there's no way to actually get that content in the game there's a number of things that are exclusive to the online play in xenoblade chronicles x so yeah that's very unfortunate for that for those i mean who wanted to get into that i mean i'm guessing though if you if you wanted that you'd probably already played it by now you know and got it but still the fact that it was tied to online it sucks so i mean yeah man like it's not like these servers are like that old 
you know they're it's, old uh 12 well what would be 12 months for the the 3ds then or 12 years i'm sorry for the 3ds yeah i mean i guess that's a long time but it's not like it's been like 20 years you know or something like that right it's, it's well so... yeah it's because because i know that like the ps3 it still functions online you can play that the, yeah. the vita the vita still online somehow yeah, the vita's I mean, gonna like online servers outlive these things i'll keep it a buck i don't play any of this shit but like i'm just saying like for those who <laughs> for those who do i mean it is it's rough, but I don't really play. I don't play 3ds and Wii U, Wii U anymore. So. What, do you, what do you think happened here? Why are they Why are they shutting these these servers down for the Wii U and the 3ds if we have other systems that are that are still rolling along technically for online play? I think it's. I mean, I think it's time, basically, where they they need to just kind of keep moving forward. You know, the, and you guys may correct me here, but Nintendo account wasn't a thing on 3ds, right? Like, and and not, not like on, how it is now on the Switch yeah. now. So, I mean, if I was to speculate, I, I would say that their focus going forward is just going to be Nintendo account. That's the only thing that they want to concern themselves with. So they're kind of wiping the slate clean, if you will, of kind of the legacy that they have. Um, look, I, I never like it when this happens. You guys know my thoughts on this. I've made videos on it in the past about when store closures happen. Um, there's always a silver lining. I know that there is kind of alternate servers you can connect to now. I think Pretendo and there's some other things mm. you can do. But even more than that, of course, the entire catalog of games, including all DLC, everything is available on the internet. Um, and so if we're talking about preservation, everything's been backed up and, and preserved. It's already there. So, um, you know, hacking your 3DS is, is something that, you know, most people kind of accept these days as a thing so there's really no reason why you couldn't go down that path once these these uh servers close down but yeah unfortunate um and again i think probably nintendo account is the reason why they have decided to shut these servers off you know what's really weird mvg the so the servers for splatoon and and mario kart 8 on the wii u those were down for like half a year or something Nintendo had pulled them down because I think there was some sort of vulnerability Security, or exploit. Yeah. Yep. And they they brought them back in August, like like two months ago. And now they're announcing they're shutting them back down. And it seems weird that they didn't just go, why, why are we bringing these back? Let's just leave them offline. And who cares? It, it seems <laughs> I guess they wanted to just give people a chance to play them again before they ripped it back away. Just have them just have them experience that hurt all over again. You know, <laughs> I, I it's. It just seems strange to, to go that route. But I will say, I do think we need Xenoblade Chronicles X moved up. I'll just say that at uh -huh. least because yeah. the online features, the, I, I feel like that's something that needs to happen. And it, I, one, it probably been, won't just because of that. I've been saying that, that that's the only game. That's the only Xeno game that's not on Switch, not on a modern system. Yeah, it seems weird. Like, I, I mean, I guess yeah. it's technically like outside of the technically the current what storyline and stuff they've set up here yeah it's 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 well no it's a spoiler but it's it's outside of what they've done with all of the regular games but it can be fit in mm -hmm. if you beat future redeemed it can somehow fit in but it's not really in terms of like the characters and stuff like that it's not really there's some theories that it is but no those people are psychos it's it's not oh my god <laughs> those people it's not the same like the the first one two and three and like the dlcs they're not connected directly with the characters and stuff with xenoblade x so yeah but yeah it, it'd be dope if it was in i mean obviously on the switch it'd be cool because it's a different different type of xeno game i mean sony's got to be real annoyed right now because they tried to shut all the stuff down 
they got crushed and they backtracked and like Nintendo's just, eh, we're doing it, whatever. The, the difference though there is, John, is that Sony gave us like a four-month window, um, mm. something like that. Because I remember they announced it kind of in the fall and they said by summer, uh, sorry, in the spring and then by summer, it was going to be done. Like, it was like maybe five months. And I think the lead time was really what got people annoyed about it. Like, if, right. you, give, if you give 18 months heads up, people are going to be pissed off about it. But ultimately, you know, you've given people enough time to settle all their business, download whatever they want, make their finalize their purchases, and then, you know, and then do it. But the Sony thing, they just kind of sprung it on us, you know, and it was like, oh, yeah, in a couple of months, we're going to just be shutting down these. And it's like, whoa, they can't do that. I mean, other companies, like I said, give you a better grace time. I saw the developers who were still working on video games were even surprised. They, they yeah. were they, like, well, really? Right. We're about to release a game. What's going on here? People making Vita games or something. Yeah. Were, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Release. I remember that. that I, if, I, if I was Jim Ryan, I would I would announce that those things, those stores shutting down as I'm resigning. It's all shutting down. I'm out. Like, <laughs> let, let the other CEO deal with it. Uh, I, but I think Jim Ryan right now has level seven clearance out of seven. Like he's, yeah. he's, got the low, he's got the lowest level of clearance. All he can do right now is just write emails. I think yeah, that's all probably. He do. You're probably right. But I, I, I feel like Sony's probably going to U-turn again and be like, all right, now all this stuff's going away. Uh, it's, right. it, it, I mean, it's like the last thing left because even Microsoft like is moving off the 360. At yeah. some point, yeah. At some point, they got, they're going to shut all this stuff down at some point. So. But that should be it then. All the systems that aren't necessarily tied into our turn, current accounts with all three companies. I mean, that we should all now have our own accounts that just continue forward. So I expect the same for Nintendo when they show the next system. But we will uh, we will see. Let me uh, let me pull up. I do want to go to some of the super chats here soon, but I have to bring this up now. Sean. Where are you? You might be here. Where's Sean? I'm here. Uh, IGN put out an article, and MVG commented on it. Of course, they uh, they were going after Redfall for the the low player count numbers. I think Redfall had you need four people on Redfall for a, for a party, right? Only mm-hmm. three people were playing, so technically you could not form a party in Redfall. Even if you went to like matchmaker or whatever it is, right, to get people together. Four hours after they posted that, we had the 60 FPS update patch go live. So it is a thing now that you, you, you jump on. It'll be 60 frames on the Series X. I think the Series S does its best. It's, it, it, it's kind of iffy, but the, the Series X, it's like a locked 60, it seems, from what people are saying. That's good. Uh, they also added in some extra things when it comes to enemy population density and then also AI stealth takedowns. Stuff that sounds like it would have made the playthrough a lot more fun. Yeah. But of course, we had to play through it when it was at its worst. <laughs> Either way, 60 frames per second. Sean, how are you feeling? I mean, I I have no um, interest in going back to it. It's nice that it, it did come out. Um, you know, they at least kept their word on like some companies. Um but yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a too little, too late situation, I think, at the end of the day. Like, people, they, they've already sampled that game. You can look at the, the Steam stats and see not many people are going back to it, you know? So I, I've heard good things. Um, my editor told me um, he's enjoying it now. 
but he didn't he didn't finish it when uh, it initially came out. So, you know, like cool, but it it shouldn't have been a problem in the first place. Like obviously that game was rushed out, and this is probably what the game was supposed to be. But they had to you know get it in that timeline window because they said that all those games were coming out in the next twelve months or whatever. Well, I have good news for you, Sean. The the player count went up 1,000% after the announcement. It went from 5 to 50. Wow. Yeah, it's a a game that, you know, it it released in a a rough state. (laughs) Like, I mean, it is what it is. So now that this has happened, is the Pokemon patch coming next month? No. Is it following up? Okay, we got the Redfall. Pokemon next. No. Probably not. They don't have the world's most powerful console. I heard <laughs> that the, the DLC made the Pokemon experience worse. I have not bought the DLC. Okay, I assume the update is coming with the next Switch. I assume that's the update. Okay, I'll, I'll get it then. And maybe I'll check out the DLC there. I was I was very impressed, though, that the Scarlet and Violet run worse now with the DLC. That That's incredible stuff. Hey. I think the DLC runs worse. Yeah, that, but the, but itself. like the game, yes, the game with the DLC runs. I don't know if they're trying to do more with it without. No, they're trying to fix not. it up. I don't know, but somehow, no, like, it's not. It's it's, it's just just it's not. The frame rates good. got lower. <laughs> yeah, it's just not. It's just they just haven't done a good job, man. It's just that's just really what it is. <clears throat> it's a shame to see. Yeah, it's super, especially like the teal mask, man. Because it's like there's some good stuff in there, but it's hard to even want to get like hype to play it unless you're really into like the competitive aspect if you're really into the competitive aspect you could probably just whatever like just play its turn-based battles but if you're not then it's just a, it's just kind of like a slog for anybody else in the battles yeah. the performance wasn't as bad but it was just in the open world and if you yeah. invited people into your game good luck it was ugly so yeah like th- that's the people that like play like the the, the poketubers out there and all that like they all say the same thing Oh man, this runs terrible and all that. But then they love like the competitive aspects because nobody, well, maybe what's the face? Those people, um, Temtem. But for the most part, nobody really makes any Pokemon games that are at that like you know competitive level. Like there are some, but they're very small in comparison. So that's the biggest problem. But everybody mentions it. Like it's just not. They've got to fix that up. They've got to get something with that. You know. Hey, there's always next year until the. They'll drop another one next year. We'll see how it goes. Will they? I don't, I don't know. know. I hope. I, I hope not. I don't, they, they, I don't know. Game Freak needs to. I. I say. I feel like Game Freak needs to go away for a while and get it right. But yeah. they'll be back in eighteen months with something. Here we are. <laughs> I I, fire. There was some. There was some conversation about Game Freak being like forced <laughs> to put the games out, and uh, mm. I think Game Freak <laughs> likes money too. Is what I'll say. Yeah, they're not. They're not forced because based on how it works they're allowed to kind of put their and like they work with the pokemon company you know so they're not forced but there's always obviously pressure to get stuff out in timelines when you're making you know cards and animes and all they that just i mean stuff. they just make a lot they're gonna put the game out it's gonna sell 20 million copies and they'll, they'll yeah. put the game out it'll sell twice what last of us part two did and then they'll just move on and it's like how yeah oh, how <laughs> uh, yeah i mean <laughs> Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> I need everyone to understand. More? I need everyone last... to understand that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold 
more than what last of us part two horizon or horizon and god of war combined or something crazy i need everyone to understand that it's just insane like when you whenever you see the numbers they're just jaw-dropping to think like wow the the worst pokemon game will sell five times more than your favorite game it's crazy but it's, 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 it's the power of pokemon it's a yeah it's a different it's it's hard to compare if you start comparing that then it's it's tough because pokemon is like culturally like revolution you know like it's completely different bracket when you look at like what it does so it's hard to compare it to like something like the last of us which is m-rated you know yeah. as many people can't buy it you know even though it's like gta yes people can buy that but it's very different right so gta is an open world game with, with super cultural impact like games that have like an impact on culture those games are always going to be like you know tetris minecraft pokemon these type of games are always going to sell they can be bad or good they're going to sell like crazy you know so the i mean scarlet and violet the quality wasn't there i wonder how bad they could like how bad could it get and then it stopped like how how much can they get away with do you think when it comes to these game releases just with the pokemon name and still I, crack the 20 million market sales i think this is the limit per this personally, is one, okay. Okay. Per maybe i'm wrong here but the fact that they had to do patches to fix how terrible the frame rate was and they weren't very good but the fact that they released that patch that made less pokemon in the open world and oh right yeah Maybe my standards are not correct, but I feel like this is got if it's worse than this, people aren't going to buy it. Here's the limit when the actual battles start being to the point where those are crashing and all that. Like, I think that is probably the limit. Open world stuff, they can just not make an open world game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can just make it not open world and just go back to something else, but it can still not run the best or still have bad graphics. But once the battles start getting to the point to where those are like crash and jack up or there's all sorts of issues and like it becomes to where your battling experience is so bad like competitive and stuff like that i think that's when people start just saying okay i'm not i'm not gonna buy it but th that'd be hard to mess up that it's, it's turn-based battles <laughs> me uh let me go over to some of the super chats here noah says since racing is considered a sport would mario kart be con mario kart be considered a mario sports title no we racing we, we well, it's because we have chat. the category right sports racing at the game awards so. right somebody somebody said that same joke like three years ago i remember it brent says what's the best pre preventative maintenance you suggest for a working original ps1 i have no problem opening it up but no experience with soldering ps i mean the only thing you need to worry about on those so, moving parts is the laser right yeah laser the out. disc motor as well though yeah it's all one piece you can you, yeah as they, mg says you can swap it out if they still make that whole tray just mm -hmm. go with it they do. The, the only other thing potentially could be the power supply but mm. like they don't really they don't have leaky caps um in general playstation power supplies but things do get crusty over time but other, honestly other than a laser swap you're probably going to be good for a, like my original ps1 is still going strong i have no issues with it PS1's an easy system to work on too. It's that it, minimal screws technically to get inside. And as I mentioned, no real moving parts when it comes to a fan or thermal compound changing, nothing like that. So that was, that was a fun generation to work on. Uh, that's usually when I recommend people even start with. This is from EJ who says there's a new dispensary near me called NG. Is that what Nintendo is dealing for the next console? This is from... Solicit says, just picked up a PS5. I have a Series X for a third party, but besides the obvious God of War, Spider-Man, etc., what exclusive should I check out? Uh, Re Returnal. Re Returnal and Returnal's Ratchet. A good one. Ratchet. I still like, I mean, Final Fantasy 16 is, Final is Fantasy, still good. Yeah. 
Yeah, but Ratchet, Ratchet was Ratchet's fun. And honestly, that might be the case where you do subscribe to PlayStation Plus Extra and just go through yeah. Ratchet and, and all those titles that are already in there. Um, and I, I still think anyone who gets a PS5 now should just try Death Stranding. Just give it a shot. It's it's a different kind of game. You might hate it, then you're out. But I, I think it's something that people should try just because of how unique it is. That's all. X Trash lost to King Nintendo says moving into my first apartment at 24. Wish me luck. I'm out of my mom's basement. OJ won't be trolling as much to save money. MVG get get to work on the Parasite Eve Carbon Engine port. Much love cast. I'm on it. All right, right, yeah. Hey, that's, that's the first step out of that mom's basement. Now you can probably go on a couple dates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so good. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Dr. Strange says, first Bungie takes away my last of his factions, then they call me, <laughs> my people, uh, Latin will say, I have a personal vendetta against Bungie now. It was very tone deaf. <sighs> X-Trash lost the King Nintendo says, one more to ask, who's all picking up Star Ocean 2? I am. I'm picking up day one. Yes. I played the demo. Very good game. I recommend people try it out. It's a very, uh, it, I like the art style. The art style is kind of cool. So I think it's I think it opens the door, opens the door to a lot of PS1 RPGs that are just stuck on that system from Square Enix. Like Xenogears, for example, that would be a great remake. Uh -huh. That'd be a good one. I, I would yeah. like to see Xenogears fix it because there's some issues with it. Sean says finishing Starfield after over 100 hours. My game of the year. Darth says, uh, MVG, do you think you could take on a kangaroo? No, I get <laughs> fucked up. I would get, totally, I would get messed up. Don't have you, have you tried? No. They got those no. talons. You ever see one of those things flex? Like, Jesus. Oh, man. Uh, Cersei Jillia says, I'm still enjoying Starfield. Kind of want to take it on the go, so I'm going to kick it out to the cast crew. Rog Ally or Steam Deck, which one do you recommend? Thanks in advance. For Starfield, I had actually really good success with the, the Rog Ally for that. So I, I would recommend that. And also, the Rog Ally technically has access to, to uh, Game Pass. So if you're signed up there, you can just download Starfield and it has Xbox Play Anywhere. So I would play it on my Xbox and then I would, the save file would transfer over to my ROG ally in the cloud. So it's it a pretty cool experience, but it runs pretty well there. That's where I'd recommend it. This is from T. Joe says, why can't certain studios like Naughty Dog and Epic make more than one game at once? Like, where's my Jack 5 or my Unreal Tournament 4? Uh, the reason for there being no Jack is I believe Sony looks at that and, and just doesn't see sales potential in it, to be honest. Just, uh, just putting that out there. I think that's why. But after hearing what Activision goes through every year for Call of Duty, it's a wonder any of these games get out, even with 2,000 developers behind some of these things. So that's pretty much why. MVG, you played Assassin's Creed. Yes, I played Mirage. I played Assassin's Creed. Sean played what he described as Aladdin, but I believe it was Assassin's Creed. Uh, Max, you played Assassin's Creed. Played the hell out of it. Okay. Did OJ or Evan play Assassin's Creed? No. Mirage. Okay. Okay. Not, not me. Not Assassin's Creed. I, I hate that franchise. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Mirage. Oh, man, he's hurt, MVG. Whoa. That hurt. Me I mean, it's, like, <laughs> it's just... I watched the gameplay. The AI is assassins ubisoft ai the the gameplay is ubisoft <laughs> everything's I, I wanna, so ubisoft 
<laughs> I do want to say real quick to start things off. I think this is the Assassin's Creed for people that don't like Assassin's Creed. I love it. I'm like so burned on the, the, the current one. I oh, like it. the the current. It plays series, like right? Assassin's. Yeah. It plays like Assassin's Creed. But the fact that you can actually stealth kill people again and stuff. I'm so glad. My biggest thing that I love. I'm glad they did away with the leveling system so that I could just actually do what I want. There wasn't like parts of the map where people are too high level. I like that I could just get a camel and ride out in the desert and do some quests. If, I love that. If you like the old, like if you like Assassin's Creed 1, Assassin's Creed 2, those yeah. Assassin's Creed, then this is like, this is your game. That's that's what I've seen from the gameplay that I've yeah. watched. I, I do not like Assassin's Creed 1 or 2 and I've played and beat both of oh, those. Oh, okay. So yeah, I do right. not like that's Assassin's fair. Creed games. So that's the reason why I was like, I'm just going to pass. But it's good for those who like the old school. Hell yeah, man. Get into it. Love it. You know, it's all good. I'm almost 15 hours in. MVG said you're coming up on the, the 10 hour mark soon. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure how much you got a chance to play, Sean. Um, I'm about five or so in. OK, cool. Good. Good stuff then. Good. So you, you've basically seen the I mean, the premise of the game, the concepts, the gameplay that they throw at you. Yeah. OK, cool. So you have an idea with it. Well, this game is a smaller version, technically, of what we know with Assassin's Creed since Origins, where they made the big move over to it being, I mean, a, a pretty a fairly deep RPG. And we, of course, see Assassin's Creed Valhalla. MVG has described it as a 60 to 80 hour game to me. Just He's described it to me because, yeah, because I, I, I gave up as I went through. It was just, I was like, I'm out. But I'm enjoying Assassin's Creed Mirage more than I thought I would. So, MVG, what do you, what do you think of it so far? Well, as someone who is a big Assassin's Creed fan, I, I love them all. Even, even the janky, you know, games of like the late 2000s um I, I love every single assassin's creed game there's something really really special about those games for me um whether that be the the gameplay mechanics even you know kind of wrapped up with the historical aspect of the game and and all that i just love everything about it so mirage for me is fantastic i i really really like it so valhalla was the last game obviously and that was that was a slog right like that took it took me 65 hours to beat the main quest line. And I think in general, you're playing about 100 hours of that game, right? Um, I like Valhalla, but I could definitely get that, you know, that open world fatigue, right? I mean, if you want to talk open world fatigue, Valhalla is the kind of the blueprint for an open world fatigue game. <laughs> but with, with Mirage, obviously they've compressed it down. They've made it a little more bite-sized. I think that sweet spot of that, you know, 15 to 20 hour main quest line. And then you've still got a lot of side quests and stuff. I mean, this game can really keep you going for, for a while. It's definitely not a small game. It's just a small game compared to like Valhalla was. But, you know, and I think they've they've done such a really good job on focusing on what made Assassin's Creed such a special and unique and, and really great franchise all over again. Um, I don't know if I compare it to the early days of AC 1 and 2, because if you go back and play those games, yeah, they're good, but they're also very, very dated as well. Mm -hmm. But I do love what they've done with Mirage. They've really just kind of peeled off all the layers and just kind of reconstructed it to the kind of foundations and the core of what makes Assassin's Creed games so good. And I also want to say that um, the fact that they've gone to a smaller um, game, I think has really worked in Ubisoft's favor because remember how buggy, you know, the the assassin's creed games would would ship on day one mm -hmm. like they were all just 
busted. Like mm -hmm. ever since like Unity came out, they were just broken. They never worked properly. There was all sorts of, you know, glitches and stuff and they fixed them over time. But you guys, you tell me, but in my experience, I've, I've had zero crashes with the game. It runs, I'm playing on PS5. It runs app like butter and it feels really good. You can tell this game has been polished. And I think that's a good thing that Ubisoft has done where they've kind of taken a look at the Assassin's Creed franchise and said, look, we want to we want to kind of re reinvigorate this franchise all over again. So how do we do it? We can't just do another mammoth, you know, Valhalla game because again, that that's I think that style of game right now is is something that's going to uh, not happen anymore. I think what they're going to do is pivot to these kind of smaller Assassin's Creed releases going forward. And I think it's I think it's a really good I think it's a great game and I think it's definitely what the franchise needed at this time. And the price is, is very, very good too. It's a, it's a cheaper price. It's more of a budget title. So I think people that were, uh, that liked Assassin's Creed and haven't really been into it in, in recent times, you may want to check this one out because this is definitely a, a return to form. It reminds me a lot of Assassin's Creed 1 mm -hmm. uh, yep. in general. And it does make you feel lots. Like I feel stronger in this game than I did for the vast majority of Valhalla. And a lot of that had to do with the leveling system. And you have to be a certain level to do certain assassinations and stuff in this game. If you catch them by surprise, you just, you just shiv them and keep going. And that's it. They're just done. You get like the chain assassinations as you work down the skill tree. Um, you can also level up your, your bird, your eagle that flies around and stuff, which is fine. Yeah. So they have simplified a lot of that. And then you do have the upgrades for your weapons and your armor. So there is still progression. But I will say, as I'm going through and I'm getting these side quests, I'm starting to realize that a lot of the side quests are very similar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it does. So the fatigue will kind of set in as you go. But the thing that I will give them credit for is the fatigue has started to set in, but I'm also looking very close to the finish line when it comes to the main plot, the main story. So I've, I've kind of worked a bit away from the side missions. And now I'm just like, I'm going to I'm going to finish this game now. I'm just going to roll through and get it done because uh, i feel strong enough they did because ubisoft sent the the code for this one to me i have the prince of persia stuff did you did you get all that no, i did yeah i i got a review code maybe Ubisoft last week i i, I, I used that immediately it's really what, cool what is it i got it but i i didn't where do i get it is it like in the costumes menu it should be in your inventory it should be yeah that's where i found it it's told me i had all this stuff and i went and looked so you get the dagger the prince's dagger you get mm -hmm. the sword and you also get like a trinket and all of it as you're running around and stuff has like this sand effect on your back and sand oh, falls yeah. out of it like glowing sand but when you block with the dagger it slows time like the sands of time and then if you if you kill someone with the sword it'll refill parts of your health oh hell yeah so yeah it's actually pretty cool i just i just like the look of it it's a glowing blue sword so it's it's kind of neat and you also get the prince's outfit so you can be decked out and it looks like Prince of Persia. Uh, so I like that. I thought it was fun. Um, I don't really care much for the the story, the main character. I feel like if I was in the Valhalla, I'd care more about Bassam's story. I don't I don't, I don't really care. So I'm just kind of going through and the assassinations are fun. The plot has kind of lost me a bit. I'm, I don't really follow it much. Um, it, it seems to intertwine a bit with Valhalla and all that. That's fine, mm -hmm. but. I like it. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, when we're talking about Assassin's Creed games, there are other ones that come to mind that have a far better storyline. This one's okay. Um, I did like that first mission, that rescue mission that you do in the prison. That really got yeah. me excited the game because mm -hmm. 
it wasn't just a oh, run to this waypoint. It's like you're literally in this prison. You're running around you, you, and you're completely lost. You don't even know where you're going. Like you can see where you're supposed to be going, but there's no like waypoint or anything telling you how to get there. And I, I really, really enjoyed that. And that was something that really connected with me. And I think the story is, is pretty good overall. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely not up there with some of the best Assassin's Creed games. I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I went into this with expectations of it's going to be a smaller side game and that's kind of it. So my expectations were already really like kind of lower when I went into this and it's basically met them. So if this was if this right here was their big Assassin's Creed game next year that they're they're like, this is it. I'd have questions then I'd be like, oh, re- oh OK, this is interesting. But uh, it, it's not. It's like uh, the the I, I guess just the side project, the, the Lost Legacy, whatever it would have you. And uh Next year, they're, I believe they're going to Japan, so that'll be interesting. But for now, that's eh, a fun little game to play. I understand some people probably wait for it to go on sale, and I think if you see it go half price or something early next year, I think it's an easy pickup. So yeah, that's kind of rhyme it. with it. I reviewed it. It took me about 18 hours to beat the main campaign, and I did another like six or seven hours of pure side stuff. I did a big review. I, I ended up giving it a nine out of 10. I feel like I liked it a lot more than a lot of the reviewers. A lot of people were saying it feels dated. And to me, that's what I liked is that I love my favorite two Assassin's Creed or Assassin's Creed one and Assassin's Creed two. And this feels so much like a remake of Assassin's Creed one. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Basim is not a very deep character, but I kind of like the idea of a street thief who kind of just forces his way to the assassins and is badass at it. Very cliche story, but I don't know. I, I really kind of enjoyed a classic old school style game being made. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the the take that it feels dated, honestly. Like, I, right? I mean, you know, you can say, yeah, it kind of reminds you of the early AC games, but it doesn't mean this game is dated in any way. I feel like people just expect certain things from Assassin's Creed and maybe, you know, a lot of those things were kind of stripped away in this version, so... Maybe that is the consensus, but overall, I think the game is actually quite refreshing. I think it's a a really good take on Assassin's Creed, um, and I, I hopefully they'll they'll keep making more of these. You know, hopefully this is not just a a stepping stone or a stopgap or something like that. Hopefully, there's like another team that's making these kind of smaller adventures because mm-hmm. I'd definitely like to see them in the future. Did any Absolutely. of you play it on um, Xbox? I played it on PS5. PS5. I'm playing it on PS5 right now. Is there was there screen tearing? Oh, uh, like, no. Think issues? Not no no screen tearing that I noticed when I'm playing it here. Is, is that something you're noticing on the Xbox? Yeah, but I don't know if it's hmm. maybe a, a setting or my TV or something. But I don't see why it would be. But I did notice um, some screen tearing, like when you when you shift the camera from side to side in like a, a fast manner. There's definitely some VSync issues. What do you think of the game, Sean? I like it. Um, it's fun. It's definitely a throwback to older Assassin's Creed games. You know, it's a $50 game, so don't go in expecting all the bells and whistles. And if you like stealth games, it's definitely a stealth game. It does feel um, a little bit. Uh, so Jaron Miller had that, too, but he restarted. You know what? That might be it because I'm doing quicker zoom. So, oh, yeah. Let me try that. Um, some weird stuff sometimes. Yeah. Quicker zoom. Like it's it's a blessing, but it's a curse. Um, but no, it's you know, it's pretty good. You know, I, I, I've been enjoying it. Let me go. Let me go over to the uh, to the, the Spawncast Network. Some people did have a few questions they dropped in. Where uh, this one was from 
Matendu says, how close would you say it feels to the older Assassin's Creed, like the Xbox 360 PS3 generation? So they've been let down by a recent Assassin's Creed. No, if that's the style that they like, you know, the first jump on two games. And yeah, I mean, it's pretty much um, in that same style. Uh, Aomine asked about the iOS version. Uh, We don't actually have that. It's not out till the beginning of next year. I am very interested in that and how it'll run on the iPhone because that could be one of those games that kind of, I don't want to say blows minds, but it is kind of a, it, you know, it's a, it's an open world style game. And I have seen the Assassin's Creed game for phones because that, that the video leaked out for that. And uh, it was not what I was expecting. I thought it was me a smaller phone kind of Assassin's Creed. It looks like a regular, like Assassin's Creed console version of it. So That'll be an interesting one to see how the iPhone handles it. Why are we talking about playing games on our phones, John? Come on. Hey, Apple's making the push. Apple's going for it. Hey, in 30 years, we'll, be, we'll all be playing on phones in the cloud. Boo. <laughs> Blake says in the context of all the quality releases that have come this year and the volume in October itself, in your opinion, is Assassin's Creed worth your time and or money? Yes. Yes. In my opinion. Uh, I feel like if you're a biggest Assassin's Creed fan like MVG, yes. But to be real, if you can only buy one game in October, I'd, I, I'm waiting until next year for Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's like you got to pick Assassin's Creed, Spider-Man, Alan Wake 2, Mario Wonder. I mean, it, yeah, I'd, I'd probably Assassin's Creed's probably going on the back burner for me. That's me. Uh, also, let's face it. It's something that Ubi, uh, or sorry, uh, something uh, OJ has talked about in the past. Other people have brought up Ubisoft games go on sale so quick. So if you have the patience, you'll get this for like oh, Sonic 20. Superstars as well. Sorry, Sonic fans. Oh, yeah. Twenty it'll, bucks. You're gonna get this be, game for twenty bucks. It'll be thirty bucks Black Friday. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, if you can get it on sale, yeah, probably in a couple months it'll be on sale. But uh, I mean, if that if, if it does fall to like twenty five, thirty dollars, I think it's good pick up there. Even so, I mean that's. I might try it out at that price. Um, I think I got a review code, but I never responded to him. So <laughs> I think I'll buy it at that price. Maybe who knows? Zoob did ask shifting away from warrior gameplay. So like Odyssey and Valhalla back to assassin gameplay. What the series known for pros and cons. I think you, I actually feel more powerful in this game than I did in mm-hmm. the others. So that that's something I like. I mean, you were just assassinating left and right if you want to. Um, and I tried to play this game very stealthy, but there were times where things just broke out, chaos ensued, and I I fought off like 20 different people. So you can kind of play it either way, but I will say when that broke out, MVG, it's because I tried to assassinate somebody, but they have the assassination button the same as the attack button. Yeah. And I just punched the dude in the face instead <laughs> of stabbing him. So a few times. Uh, I, I just roll with it, though. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I, I do like this, but I feel like if, if if it was this, if they went this path and it was this every single time, in like four releases, I'd be like, man, I, I kind of want the RPG one back. Right. So I don't know. I, it's that situation of you haven't had it in so long, and like in terms of a gameplay type like this, now it it feels it feels cool, and then you'll get bored of it, and then want the the old style again. And then I also had, I saw the, the Discord question that I picked out from Zub. 
who uh, says, how do you prefer to play Ubified formula games? So do you like to do the assassin stealth, the warrior combat, the sniper long range or the trickster gadgets? I kind of mix it up, honestly. Like I don't like to kind of tie myself into one. So I'll just kind of experiment. Okay. Different, different also styles. depends on what the game is. Right. I, I, I feel like I go in thinking I'm going to sneak around and be all stealthy. And then it just, it never works out that way in the yeah. long run. You just kill everyone yeah i just end up just just wiping everyone out like you know running in like a warrior <laughs> I, I like to go very hidden blade i think it's cool to kill the least amount possible i like to it's cool when you're like two steps behind a guard that's patrolling and then you go down a side path especially this game has really good ai i think for uh for the stealth like i feel like they uh it's so fun to dodge the guards especially in that prison uh prison one where there's like the laundry room and the curtains, if you mm. actually stand behind the curtains as they blow, they won't see you. It's like, man, they really did that great. Yeah, but then there are times where I just walk up to a guy and just stab him. And it's just, it, yeah, he didn't see me. Why didn't, why didn't you see me? It's a, they, they don't have glasses back yeah. there. <laughs> I will go back to some of the Super Chats here. But Evan, would you like to tell us about an invitation you got? Well, took I, a shocking one. I didn't one get it. Yeah. Not, okay, I mean, well, there's, there's Evan, really... bro, Evan, Evan stealthed his way into this. I don't know. What is this? What is what is happening with this gigantic? Yeah, What's it's going gigantic. On it's I dude. I don't even know. Um, so there's issues. I don't know why they did this. I, I still don't know why they did this. Uh, I guess Thursday, Friday, they did a uh, quick test of the gigantic online stuff only to invited guests. A lot of the people from back in the day when we did it for. Uh, Twitch streaming and all that got invites, mm -hmm. but I didn't get one. I had to get one from someone who played zero hours of the game who got an invite somehow. I don't understand. But it's being, I guess, reworked by Gearbox, but that's kind of where I guess a little sadness comes from because what was the last thing we reported on Gearbox was that Embracer was looking to sell them. So, like, mm, don't know what's going on there. I. It was a fun return, but it's. I feel like it's going to be bittersweet, man. I feel like it might actually just be the last time I actually got to play it. Well, why did they do it then? I, I, I figured this was them just testing it, being like, could we bring this back? This Well, this could be a Hail Mary for them. Is just. Uh, I imagine they wanted to try to figure out why matchmaking was borked in that game, because near the end, matchmaking sucked. There was forum posts all the time about, oh, if you see two and a half minutes leave matchmaking, come back in because it's broken. It's not actually looking for matches. And I feel like that was the way on Thursday, and then Friday that went away. I was just getting games all the time without issue. So I don't know if they're just trying to work out some back-end issues. For people wondering in the chat, what is gigantic? I, mean, I guess I can hopefully the the uh, I, video here. There we go. I want to know what, what is gigantic. I didn't even know what it is. <laughs> is the that video's, a game or video's, a brand? Oh, the video's playing right now from Bet. This isn't the video, by the way, from the event, because that's DMCA. They didn't want anyone to see this. So this is from before the shutdown. It's five-on-five, arena-based, third-person action games. This was from when I played in tournaments when Ooh. it was being released. Uh, and it's... Oh, we, the community was great. There was so much fun to be had in this game. Um, this is just a wild experience. This was... Originally being made by Microsoft for the Xbox One, it was supposed to push the Microsoft Xbox One uh, mechanics, uh, hardware and everything. But then it like kept having issues with um, like a lot of PC side stuff and not a lot of people were interested in the Xbox One side of it. This was back when eight gigs of RAM was normal. This required 12 and that's 12 free. 
not oh okay so oh. like that yeah this was ridiculous and uh now that we're in a world of like oh i have 32 it's no problem like now it, they're trying to test it out but yeah so matiga got dropped from um from xbox they sold them to perfect world perfect world usually buys ips and then tries to see if it makes money in a half year if it doesn't they shut down the company so they did that and then this game just sat in perfect world's pocket for a while until uh i guess they had problems and then it went back over to uh embracer because embracer is buying everything up but now embracer is having their own issues so who knows what the hell is going to happen i'm still confused why they ran what amounted to a weekend beta for it basically no clue and it's it's one of those things where it was like no hype I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know why they did it outside of just testing. We got news for it because somebody got the email and just posted it on Twitter and was like, okay, why am I, why am I getting a gigantic invitation? <laughs> I, I woke up that morning and my buddy was like, do you want this? I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I didn't think it was a real email. Interesting. So this, you said this is with Gearbox now. Gearbox has it now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, it's just it's bounced around apparently all over the place. I so. think some of the people from Motiga when they liquidated went to Gearbox. Not a ton of them, but at least a few people. So and it's different. Like they actually did back end things. The the menus changed, the flow of how to get into games is different. They've actually adjusted maps, changed <clears throat> gameplay modes completely. So they're doing work to it. I just don't know what the hell this is. Hmm. Okay. Good stuff. Gigantic. We'll keep an eye out to see if it actually is coming back or if Evan just got to Play it again it's for the last, the last time. The last time. <laughs> real, real quick, though, I got to bounce, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Um, All right, I, will be, I will be watching. Uh, but uh, thanks for having me on, though. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, Take, care, Take it easy. Let's see. This is from Nolan, who says, I tried to play Splatoon 1 the other day and couldn't get into a match after a few tries. To me, that shows why they're going down. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the Wii U has a limited audience right now, but... The 3DS is the one I think people were... I feel like people were more concerned about that. I, I don't know, maybe not. But I feel like with the Pokemon games there, that probably had more of a population playing it. Uh, Carflow sa says, What are some games that use Series X power great? So Series X power well. That uses the Series X power. Forza? What? Yeah, I guess it would be Forza, right? Yeah. I mean that I would do uh, Doom Doom Eternal that looks Doom great Eternal. on the Series yep. X yeah, yeah. Well, did, didn't they do one of the Gears of War Gears of War 5 they made it run at like 120 FPS mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yep yeah I honestly if you want to see what games use the power well and you have 120 hertz display a lot of those games that support 120 which also can be Xbox One games because they did FPS boost for many of them that shows what the xbox series can do that makes it a lot different than the xbox one and the one x um at that time but definitely the gears games those are going to look really good on the, on the also, xbox series i also want to add flight simulator <laughs> as well yay simulator. i don't know why you're laughing at me i said uh, games it looks incredible <laughs> Dwayne says what happened to karma systems in video games infamous fable red dead redemption i imagine but jedi didn't Tommy Tellerico patent oh, the Karma engine or something? Mm -hmm. Did he really? Yeah. Are you serious? No, well, no, he said he did. Oh, gosh. I'm imagining Jedi Fallen Order Karma system would be amazing. More games doing choice systems instead, it seems. Well, in the older Star Wars games, 
you would actually choose if you're going to be good or bad as you play through it, depending on what you did in the game and then your force powers you chose. So Jedi, the uh, Jedi Knight or Dark Force 2 Jedi Knight, the game that Sean wants to play, but there is no good way to play it right now. That is a game that had that depending on the force powers you chose. And if you were like killing innocent people with your lightsaber, your Kyle Katarn would slowly get more and more evil and there would be an entire separate ending for it. Um, and that that was really cool, right, to have that. And, and you know, you'd have it with um, more aesthetic kind of karma stuff like in Metal Gear Solid 5 where your horn will get bigger, you know, if you if you the more people you kill and stuff. But yeah, those were those are the days. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see a game come up soon that uses that maybe the next level of it. Liam says, I hope they re-release old Smash games someday. No, I, I don't know how likely that is with a lot of the licensing around those kids these games are such like a a one-off thing because of all the licensing but do you think that the original smash brothers will end up on nso at some point you think you're right because it's all i mean it's all it's all party yeah 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 melee is the one i don't know melee you get into that and it's like uh maybe but although i i don't know does nintendo want that alongside of uh ultimate i feel like they want everyone playing ultimate i mean why not i especially if they're selling it i don't know that's kind of my thing is that if if the numbers are low on ultimate and they sell melee for 40 bucks i'd probably buy it you know and i haven't played ultimate in years which online would be better ultimate or smash brothers n64 through nsl oh god right about the same about the same oh god i hope not uh this is from t joe says I get it, MVG, but I feel like the industry needs to do better at game preservations themselves. It's sad that they're not willing to do that. Hey, I totally agree with you. And it all starts with hardware makers and publishers. You've got people like Phil Spencer saying, I want to I want to help, I want to do this, I want to do that, but nothing has happened. So it all starts with hardware makers and publishers. If they can get on board and figure out all this licensing bullshit, um, you know, maybe we can come to to some type of agreement and start moving forward. But until that happens, it's all emulators and ROMs. I want to give a big shout out to Corey McIntyre. We've got to know through the, the after show with Sean, Corey McIntyre pulling up here with a really cool looking animation sticker and the $50 super chat. So big shout out to, uh, to Corey McIntyre. Sean, I, I meant to ask you, you're, you're getting forts of this week on game pass. Yes. Okay. So you'll, you'll have the experience with the wheel the whole yes. setup, right? Yeah. Okay. Because yes. I was going to save the Forza discussion for next weekend so that you can uh, tell us about how the wheel is and, and all of that and what your thoughts are on it. Give me just one second here. Okay. Yeah. Is that good? That's good. Okay, good. Good, good. Uh, I will say Forza Motorsport does not work on the Steam Deck. Okay. And I got a response from Microsoft over this. They have not done support for the Steam Deck. They, they've just said they have not optimized or opted to use to, to have it set up for the Steam Deck, but they are looking for feedback from the community if people want to have it on the Steam Deck. So I just wanted to put that out there. They I, apparently they're looking for something from people saying that, yes, I would like to play it there. I don't know how you convey that to them on social media or wherever, but that's that's the response I got back. So to try it on the ROG. No, my ROG's actually broken. I need to fix it. How did you break it? The, no, it's it's a it's a uh, a defect that happens with the left stick. This one left and right does not work. So I have to open it 
and manually reset the pin in there. I've hmm. not gotten around to it. Yeah, I know. That's what I said when I was like, hmm. Uh, so that's that's a thing. And uh, I managed to research and track that down. And this is something that people are doing now. They're either replacing the stick, which you can buy replacements, or they're just popping the back off the stick and uh, popping the pin back into place. So it's that. And then it's the SD card that apparently ejects itself if it gets too hot. Those are the two defects with the thing. I've had none of these problems and I play a lot of shit on it. Yeah, I mean, I, this is the first issue I've had with it. I played Starfield quite a bit on it when I was like trying to get through the game. So I don't know. Unlucky, maybe hard to say, but I'll fix it. I'll fix it and, and go through it. But yeah, so looking for Steam Deck support on uh, on on that. But I will fix the ROG Ally and I will play it on the on their Forza before next weekend. Otherwise, I played it on PC here and uh, it ran fine. 100 some odd frames through G-Sync and it looks really, really good on PC. But Nate spent the most time with it. Uh, he had the Xbox code. So that is on the direct Xbox podcast. He went over it. This is from Emperor says, uh, let's be let's be real. and Let's be really real. People need to keep that same energy. If this game makes resurgence, like with Cyberpunk 2077, if they end up fixing this game up three years later and have a 2.0 moment, it's never too late. Are you talking about, are you talking about Red? It's going to be Redfall. about Redfall. Okay, so this is something I've seen come up with Redfall because now they have the 60 FPS patch. They have the some extra things added in, whether it's AI, you know, enemy density, all that. It they have talked about Redfall being supported for a while. They have DLC that they have promised and has to come out because I think it was part of it's the character DLC fight back edition. Yeah. Eh. So they are doing that. Is this a game that they should just move on from afterwards or should they actually try to make a run at this support mm -hmm. it for uh, five, six, seven years? No. no, God, no. I mean, the play, no. the play is going to be they put out what they promised and then they move on. And then if they check numbers one day and some streamer somewhere talked about it and there's a million people playing it, then take a look at it and think about yeah. it. <laughs> Evan's right. I mean, you, you settle your affairs, you, you make, you know, you fulfill your commitments which is what they've done, but yeah, I don't expect that this game will will survive. I mean, it'll be it'll be on Game Pass forever, right? It'll be there till the end of Game Pass. That game Redfall, but beyond some minor updates, I don't really expect to see much more. G Man asks, which of you deserve a first look of the Switch Two more? Uh -huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Evan. All right. Here's why. Because I don't because give a shit, and if I like he, it, you'll like it. He doesn't like the Switch, yeah. really. He doesn't use it much. So if he, if he likes the Switch too, that means it must be the most incredible piece of technology ever crafted by man. So Yeah, you want the person who probably won't like it to say one way or the other. Because if you're just asking a person who's going to be hyped about it regardless, you're not going to get a real answer. There you go. Uh, I, I want Sean to get it because Sean does 8 million videos and it's like they definitely have the Nintendo Switch 2 now and he's in the thumbnail going like this. I want to see him be like, I have the first Nintendo Switch 2 and his face is no. He just needs to get it. He just needs to get it 3D printed and just, yeah. just fake everyone out. That's what Etika did. With yeah, the Switch 2. did that. Just fake everyone out with it. I you should do that, I Sean. Have, I don't have a 3D printer. Oh, you can Not find yet, somebody to do it. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Good investment. Imagine Sean with a 3D printer. Dude, you, you do some crazy stuff with that. I wouldn't even know how to use it. Make those figures. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You can make those wrestling figures. I don't need make, to. I got them all. Make did that gun. ever, did, did Royal Mail ever figure it out with you? 
No, it's still sitting. In, Are you uh, serious? What's the tracking say on that? It's sitting in the place that it's been since 9-11. It's still, dude, that was, wow, almost a month ago. Jeez. Yep. Well, I told you, I had a guy um, tell me he ordered something for himself in November for Christmas from England, and it showed up in April. My God, no way. My God. <laughs> yeah. Royal, it was, he said it was Royal Mail. Royal Mail is fucking the shit. Wow. Oh, the queen's dead. We got to throw half this meal in the garbage. Did it's, it make it to U.S. soil yet? And it's just in New York or something just sitting there? It is sitting in the place that it was dropped off. At. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've already rebought them, though. Uh, well, which was not cheap, but whatever. but the new one. But if those show up, you can just sell them. Yeah. Yeah. OK, well. But dropped Ace. off at the fish and chip shop that's also a um, <laughs> post outlet. It, uh, yeah. It's fuck. I mean, there's literally like news articles about the place. Like that about saying news articles about at. your figures. <laughs> no, like when if you try to go down there, there's like lines around the building and like people haven't got people in that, like people who's, you know, how like we have you have a post office for your town. Mm-hmm. So consider it like that. The people at that, um, district in, in that district haven't gotten mail for like two weeks like normal Jeez. mail wow yeah it's a fucking shit show this is from ace who says final fantasy 9 prequel looks like you're zidane but turns out to be kuja origins origin story this will oh let's will this into existence dgg would you love this or what dude yes i've i've always loved kuja ever since back in the day because it's so interesting like I don't know. I love Final Fantasy, but I'm most interested in the Final Fantasies where the bad guys kind of win. Like Kuja wins or Kefka. Kefka destroys the world. He wins in a way. I would love a Kuja prequel story. Jorge says fans said that Scarlet and Violet's visuals and performance wasn't great, but everything else was some of the best Pokemon in a long time. Uh... Let me think. Was it? I don't. You know, you hear about the open world concept. Sounds good in practice. Game Freak has a long way to go to to make that work. I still think, even if this game ran flawlessly, I think there would still be stuff to look at. Whether it's an open world that is kind of empty at times, right, or them still kind of working the formulaic nature into the open world, where you basically go point by point by point, and it's. Uh, it's still just going to the different gyms or basically going to locations, fighting different Pokemon, and then just kind of getting what's basically a badge, but it's not called a badge. And it's, I think they still have a lot, a, a lot to figure out with the storytelling aspect and trying to make it feel like more of an adventure rather than a checklist. So I feel like at least they're on the right track. I'll say that. But. I think I, I liked the fact that it had no, it never paused. I kind of like the fact that you would see a Pokemon and you'd walk up sure. to his bitch ass and just throw a Pokemon and it directly appeared. That was like the cool thing to me. I clean everything else up, but that's so good. I'm like, keep this forever. I'm happy. I think they build on it as they go forward. Yes, because then uh, Hori asks, if you were in control of Pokemon, how would you maintain steady revenue during years of no mainline games? I would sell merchandise. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not it's not like they're hurting for money or anything like. I don't know, it just there's a there's a lack of 
standards when it comes to Pokemon games. It's going to take it them to like... start hurting for money to probably change that, but right, which I don't it's think it's not happening. It's just yeah, not. It's, it's not going to happen. So there's no there's no incentive. Just like we said with the performance patch, when people were saying there was going to be a performance patch, there's no incentive. There's no incentive. You make the right. DLC, you, you you give a little statement. We're going to try to fix it. And then you move on. You move on to the next thing. You've already sold the game to people. You don't, you know, unless unless the next game sells half of what Scarlet and Violet did, which is not going to be the case more than likely, you know, there's no incentive. MTS says a lot of the talk around Mirage is about the enemy AI. What was everyone's experience? Uh, I ran into some dumb AI and I, I murdered them relentlessly. <laughs> I tell you, I think they've done some work on the AI. For the most part, it's pretty good. There's definitely some occasions where it's it's dumb, like you said. But yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, they'll they'll like search for you. They'll they'll you know they'll kind of get together and try to like like case a room basically and look through corners and they'll do all of that. Uh, but then at times, like I said, I can you can catch them by surprise and they're dead before they know it, even if they look right at you. So. I did like the thing I did like, though, kind of playing around with the, the AI. I like that you go back in the crowds of people yep. and you can kind of hide in there and catch them all. Like you could walk with the crowd. They'll go by you. You you assassinate them with your, you know, your little your dagger that goes near your wrist, basically. And then you just keep walking with them and, and people can't figure it out. Or like, how did that happen? So, yeah, there are some really cool moments in that game. Um, Blade in the crowd. I, they call it Blade in the crowd. I love that so much. Yep. Yep, it is, it is a pretty cool when you get that just right with assassination across like three different people very, very quickly. It's a pretty cool feeling. So. JT says, thanks for the entertainment. Well, thanks for watching, JT. Trom Vita says the Redfall update makes Cyberpunk 2.0 look embarrassingly bad. Redfall went from 10 out of 10 to 11 out of 10 with this update. Xbox first party excellence. That's a take. Rovina says phone game i played eighth year gazer with razor kishi it's fun okay jesse says can you uh comment on game pass and how it relates to netflix's newfound instability netflix's newfound oh with uh well see i think we still compare netflix and game pass together so specifically xbox and what they're trying to do with it the only difference to me about netflix and game pass is you can still buy stuff on xbox's platform you don't buy anything on Netflix. You just you just pay a monthly fee and access everything. So Microsoft still does a, a fair amount of commerce and sales outside of just the subscription service. So that's that's something that Netflix is going to struggle with because they don't have that. So, yeah, that's I think still like Starfield. Look how many people are still playing that game in early access at one hundred dollars a piece. Uh, that game, uh, according to analysts, is going to go on to make uh, roughly a billion dollars. So it's also I think the weird thing is that like stuff doesn't really come off Game Pass very often. Uh, every Xbox game is going to stay on Game Pass forever, where it's really weird that all these streaming services, Paramount Plus is always removing shows. And that's my favorite streaming Netflix. Like if they just take stuff off. So I think that's the weirdness is that uh, everything's always disappearing. So yeah. People don't, people don't stick around, whereas people do stick around for Game Pass because, all right, the games I like right now are going to stay here and new stuff will show up. Robocop. Robocop got the de the demo that dropped on PC. Uh I know Sean, you were you were interested in this game. I'm very interested. I didn't okay. I didn't play the demo because it's on PC. Um 
but I watched some gameplay videos and I am I am fucking 100% in 100% in I'm a little confused why it's just like they didn't drop a, a console demo on the Xbox I, I thought that was coming I thought they said oh it's it popped up on Steam okay the Xbox the PlayStation version is coming still nothing it's very odd yeah maybe maybe I'll play it tomorrow if the Giants piss me off or something and I don't want to watch the game but no that looks especially as a fan of really all the movies you know I liked even three I've watched the shitty ones the direct-to-video ones I watched the cartoon I'm always a fan I have chalk line robocop shorts for fuck's sake um <laughs> live action no, series they, was cool I did like that. yeah no like they they've done like there's going to be tons of people that don't understand it and oh, yeah there's going to be people it, it'll i don't expect it to get decent reviews but i think if you're a fan it's kind of like um what was that terminator game where like it didn't get good reviews resistance but yeah i think that was a terminator like, yep mm-hmm. but people PS4, right yeah. Yep. But fans really dug it because they're like, oh shit, this is a really good Terminator game. And that's what this looks like. It looks like a really good Robocop. Like there's even fucking like it showed the the the, the starting scene where like Robocop he gets damaged and he sees his wife, and then like fucking there's like nuke all over the place. They go into an arcade and you could like take like the monitors and stuff and throw them at people and then they'll get electrocuted from it which doesn't even make sense because they're not plugged in yeah but like it it looks it looks so cool like i am very impressed because if you know anything about robocop video games you had robocop the arcade game which i think is pretty good obviously a product of the times but it was good robocop versus terminator was also good but all the other games fucking suck they are terrible the last robocop game we got was the one from titus on the xbox which is literally one of the worst video games of all time and i think that wait you didn't like the ocean robocop games from back in the day the side scrollers on like nes no uh like on the um commodore 64 amiga and stuff they did like side scrolling robocop games those are british consoles yeah i'm not not british i don't you should should check them out like robocop versus terminator was dope um but it it really wasn't a robocop game but no this looks great i can't wait to play it i loved all the references and stuff i hope that the game boy game the um intro song somehow sneaks in there because i don't know if you've ever heard that song I heard I, it today. I know what it is. Yeah. But like it's like a fucking love ballad for some reason. And like Gene Park made it made a joke about it. it Robocop was, 3 on Genesis was okay. It was composed but. by Jonathan Dunn, who also did the Jurassic Park NES Ocean music and probably the Game Boy games as well. No shit. No shit. <laughs> I love the soundtrack in Jurassic Park for the NES. It's the only good part of the game. That's it's funny. Bomb. I did get a chance to play. Uh, I did. I did actually play RoboCop though, Sean on PC. How I played it? it before we went live here. I gave it a good thirty or forty minutes, just just checking it do out. You, I was. Do you like about. the movies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, really, I just okay. Hold on, the newer PG thirteen movie. I did not like as much. Oh, and, yeah, I mean, I didn't uh, either. It wasn't okay. Bad, I didn't, but, yeah, I didn't yeah, mind I'm, that one, but it wasn't. I'm like talking it about. Was I'm stuff. talking about really just the first two. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have pants like you do with it like but i i mean i enjoyed it you know that they're they're good but i always thought it would make a good video game like something like we're seeing here and the game on pc has some 
it's like a stuttering issue i don't know there's some weird stuff going on it's the demo though so i'm like you know i just want to get in see exactly what they're trying to do with this the game is incredibly over the top though as you would expect ultra violence with the movie yeah. yes with the no yeah i oh, dude yeah. i've seen some fucking gore that, that shit fucking mortal Kombat levels yeah so at the first thing you do when you get in there you know you get a pistol comes out your off your hip you know off the side and he just take it and the first thing you do is hit a guy with it and his head just explodes and like gore goes everywhere as <laughs> the first guy right super over the top um and so you just go through you're just blasting everyone annihilating them and when you zoom in like you do the down the sites view you'll have these boxes go around the people and you're scanning them as robocop and it feels like it's from the the movie which is really cool but it can do a a, a mode where you'll basically auto aim at them so you'll just start pulling the trigger and just everyone's head is exploding their bodies are blowing into two pieces and it's just it is crazy looking, but it is over the top, like 80s, 90s action kind of stuff. It, it's pretty cool. So, yes, you can pick up. I picked up the computer monitor. I, I chucked it at a guy. His body exploded when it hit him, electrocuting everywhere and all this. You also have the big punch as uh, as Robocop. So you just punch somebody and they go flying across the room. You can pick them up and just hold them there and they'll look at you while you're holding them. And I took one guy, threw him into the wall. And the wall itself buckled and blew up into pieces too. So I think there's some destructible environment stuff here too, Sean. From um, what I can tell. Uh, Guillerme in the chat says it's a CRT monitor, so it would hold an electric charge, and that's the go. kind of that's the kind of quality I expect. Well, the thing, from the thing you should fear from those, I'm pretty sure, is that it's a vacuum, right? CRT have the vacuum mm -hmm. things, and that just yeah, sucks yeah, your yeah. organs out into them. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm super stoked on that. It's only I was. Doesn't I was getting experience as well. Uh, I think it's, I don't think it's, wait, hold on. It was on, I think it is 50. Yeah, it's 50 on Steam. So yeah, I assume it's out what, November 17th or 11th, one of those. Yeah, like it, was it was supposed to already be out, but they delayed it. Right. So, yeah, there was November. supposed to be a Switch version too. Hey, whoa, that. I don't know what you're talking about. We just erased that completely. Hey, <laughs> that's fine. No, I, I'm super looking forward to that shit though. That's, that's, that's one of my more anticipated games for the rest of the year. It's not a super what's what's the word it is a 50 dollars game is what i'll say so there are parts in the game where you're like okay i see where the budget was kind of lowered here whether it's some of the character animations some of the visuals on things you're not supposed to focus on yeah, that kind of thing but no. i think for somebody who wants to just be robocop blast through crime scenes you're gonna get a kick out of it and as i was going through i was picking stuff up and there's definitely experience i'm gaining there's an entire meter you're filling up and there's supposed to be skill trees all kinds of progression systems too so um I, I mean it's 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 really kind of a niche game anyways yeah i, I also the other thing i would i, I kind of noticed and they should change this when the full release comes i had to pick i had to pick everything up for ammo and all of that i had to look at the gun and press e to pick it up i'd rather just run over and get the ammo so yeah you played a little bit of mvg or you had like stuttering issues too it wasn't just me then I installed the demo i i had all these technical issues i was able to get uh, and play it for about 15 20 minutes dude it was pretty rough on my my machine so i just kind of put it to the side um to answer your question i think the reason why they probably did drop it on steam first and not a demo everywhere else is for this exact reason they want to basically identify any all the issues that, that that are going on and try to have them ready before the console versions launch because honestly you can't release a console version in the state 
it's just gonna it's gonna end up like you know payday three or and then stuff like that right so um i i'm very interested in this game too i'm a robocop fan i'm not as big as a robocop fan as sean is but i definitely like the movies um and i've played many of the older games from back in the day including the british versions as well from ocean uh so yeah i'm 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 all in on this game uh, i i can't wait can't wait makes a good makes a good video game i wish i had played i keep talking about trying it that terminator game the one that people talk about the first person shooter yeah uh, it's not even apparently a long game people say that it's actually really well done and that same team is working on this one so i oh there you go i'd also, like to find also, time to do it but. for whatever reason it's really it's not rare but it's very expensive on the ps4 to buy a physical copy of that game for some reason I it got an up, i believe it got an update so there's a ps4 version there's a ps5 version i think the ps4 version got an update to the ps5 so i don't really know why that one would be rare but is it available maybe, digitally it's both versions maybe i don't yeah, yeah it should be, yeah, it it is. Should be yeah. mm-hmm. how much I, is it uh i can Check find out that's based that's based on a newer movie though right it, it's just total it's in the universe it's not based on a movie at all oh, and no. so i i made a video a long time ago and i made people mad but i basically i made a video talking about how i didn't like it even as a terminator fan mostly because it is so dang short it is like three hours and it's very much like a shooting gallery it almost feels like an arcade game so it's yeah. cool they have all the cool laser effects sounds and stuff so the fact that they're working on robocop i'm interested but i'm i'm a little bit hesitant it's going for about 60 bucks on the ps4 i see terminator resistance enhanced edition the ps5 version for 50 dollars on their playstation store 50 bucks yeah for three hours right it's basically uh, a sequel and a prequel to the first terminator movies oh there you go. I, i've just seen people talk pretty highly about be it fair though i liked um there was two Terminator 3 games that came out as, um, for like Xbox and um, GameCube of all things. And like one of them is actually good. I can't Wait. remember what. What, what. what do you say for the it was for the GameCube? What was it? There was two Terminator 3 games that came out. There was Rise of the Machines, which stunk. And then there was Terminator 3 Redemption, which was dope as fuck. Redemption. Yeah. I don't know if I have. I was I was looking to see if I had those games. Interesting. Terminator 3 were, I used to have it, but that that's a super good game. Okay. I but Rise of the Machines that. was stinky. Interesting. Yeah, I, I like what I'm at least seeing initially from Robocop. Uh, I'll probably get it on uh, the Xbox or the PlayStation, though, unless they we hear that the PC port is better. Um, but good stuff there. Good stuff. Not too long. A month or so from now. So... Uh, oh, I do want to I do want to recognize Na- Nandito Hernandez, the big hundred dollar super chat who says had trouble with the process last time, but hopefully it goes through this time. Truly appreciate that. Nandito Hernandez. Thank you for the, the support. And Terminator game is on. Oh, it's on Xbox, too. That's what, OK. I was looking to see what other plot because I might have an MBG sent me a bunch of Xbox games at one point. So I was I was just trying to look. No, no, well, no, no, no. I'm talking about the new Terminator. Resistance. Game. The new one. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. The new one is is on the Xbox and the PlayStation. Yes. Maybe that one's cheaper. Might be. Might be. Oh, the PS5 version of Terminator game is limited run physical. That's fucking bad. Casual noob. Thank you. Casual noob. Appreciate Look, that. I, I can get the complete edition from Play Asia on the Xbox for 45. It's not bad. Not bad. 
you can get the collector's edition on the PS5 for 45 from Play Asia. Get get it, play it, tell me if it's uh if it's uh your style. Oh, it's only $40 digitally on the Xbox. Xbox always wins, baby. <laughs> I do want to quickly talk about a game coming up here soon, that being Spider-Man 2. Because there was a uh, some conversation i know how widespread this was but it i saw it pop up a lot and that had to do with the 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 length of time that this game takes to complete and then platinum and one person who apparently got it early i don't know if people get in these games early but somehow they got it they played through it they said it took them 17 hours Mm -hmm. to beat the game and they said it was uh about 30 hours or so to get the platinum trophy and they say they generally go through them pretty quick, but these different games that seem to cause some. I don't, I don't know, just conversation in general, as in, should this game be longer than 17 hours, for example, to beat the main story, a $70 game. Uh, and I, it keeps coming back to the idea to me of the game length being artificially extended to meet a certain quota as we've it's becoming very obvious that some games do this for padding we've talked about final Fantasy 7 remake at length oh yeah for that situation mm-hmm. i saw this though and i said okay that's about, all right it works i think that's the same length as the, the first one i it is yeah I, I wasn't sure i wanted to get people's take on that before i just skipped past it i i did a video on it and i read a bunch of tweets i did a poll with my community and it sounds like basically everybody was saying uh 17 to 20 hours uh, for the main story, 30, 35 hours to, to platinum. It seems pretty good. I, it does sound like there is some people that are wishing it was a little bit more, mostly because this is the first Sony first party game for the PlayStation 5. Like we've had other games that were on PS5, but they were cross gen. This is the first game by Sony completely built and designed for the PlayStation five. I've heard some people say like, I wish this $70 game was as long as possible, but I, I think 17, 20 hours. I think that's totally fine. I think it's, it's interesting to hear people's takes on this because on one hand, you know, we, we praise um, insomniac for being a studio that has been, you know, the, the, the investment of the century, right. Or the acquisition of the century, because every two years they bring out a new triple a game and it's, of really good quality but the side effect of that is their games their lengths of their the length of their games may not be to the liking of some people out there i personally think 17 hours is is more than more than adequate um for a game but you can't really have it both ways i mean do you want to go the route of hey you know we only we only hear from insomniac you know maybe once or twice in the generation and they bring out some like monster you know 40 hour campaign plus side missions or do you get a uh, like a, a 10 15 maybe 20 hour experience every two years I personally would rather have the every two years mm-hmm. where they just keep making games and whether the length isn't to the liking of people I mean I think they're just kind of trusting the process that they've built because um, it's been so successful for them for such a long time so I think it's fine, you know. Like, if you want, if you want Insomniac games to come out every couple of years, then this is what you should expect. Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that too. The the idea of getting a 15 to 20 hour Spider Man game, I mean, that's what six of their movies basically back to back to back in terms of length. So uh, for that, I'm I'm good. I guess I I thought the first Spider Man on the PS4 when they dropped that, I think that I thought that was a good 
length for the game. And I think this is going to line up with that based on what they've said. Then the platinum trophy would be just going around doing all the extra little side missions or training exercises or catching pigeons, that kind of thing. So I, to me, this, I didn't even see an issue here. I just said, okay, cool. That sounds good. It really comes down to me is what you do in those 17 hours, right? As opposed to, okay, how long are we going to be doing this for? Because they could easily make you wander around in a sewer for five extra hours just to get to that 25 hour mark. So yeah, I definitely, one thing I saw a lot of people saying is the Mary Jane missions are by far the part that people hated the most in the original game. And even though there wasn't a lot of the man, did they feel too long? It's like, man, I'll take a game that's an hour shorter if I don't have to do any missions where I'm walking around snapping pictures. Yep. Yep. That's that's kind of how I'm thinking, too, is uh, just make the experience flow really nicely. Don't have too much downtime or things that feel like you don't need to necessarily be doing them and just keep the keep the pace strong. So. Hoping hoping that's going to be the case here. And uh, I mean, we're going to have reviews. Those go live in. Two weeks, right? Yeah, because the game's out the 20th. We should have it that week, like the 17th or 18th, I think, somewhere in there. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll do our predictions for Spider-Man 2 Metacritic next uh, next weekend, actually. Let me go over here to Ruffle Mutt, who says, Pokemon, hire Monolith Soft already. Well, Monolith Soft's not going to make Pokemon for Game Freak. Game Freak's going to make Pokemon, so... Monolith needs to worry about the next Xenoblade or whatever they're making for the next system. That's what they got to worry about right now. Zoob says, why does open world fatigue affect a 100 hour save file of a Ubisoft game, but not racking up 500 hours of Bethesda Game Studios game? I, well, I, I, yeah, go ahead, you go, John. I was, was going to say, say you, you first, you first. You're I was going to say it's because Ubisoft feels like a list in map format really is why so it's there there's a lot of same like when i do far cry every base that i go to when you're trying to clear them out i know it's going to be a very similar thing every single time uh, you know if there was some type of um like if someone misunderstood what i was saying about open world fatigue it wasn't i want to be clear it's not just ubisoft games right All like right. i've i've experienced it with many other games like People, you guys are going to hate me, but even Ghost of Tsushima, you know, which I know you guys love I can that see game. That. No, I can see that. I, I got some serious open world fatigue in that game to the point where I was like, I didn't even want to finish this. I ended up beating it. I, I loved it. Mm. But there are there are definitely other studios, other publishers that, that make open world fatigue. It's not just Ubisoft, I assure you. I, I think uh, what Bethesda does well, especially with Skyrim, and, and which I always go back to as one of the best open world, is I like when you are motivated because of your curiosity, so you end up spending hundreds of hours in it. I feel like Ubisoft doesn't stoke your curiosity. Like, you're having fun, you're accomplishing stuff, you're leveling up, you're seeing cool sites, but like you're definitely just motivated because I have... 65 of the 100 flags i might as well find the other 35 of them you know i i feel like there is that kind of like uh incessant naggingness to some open world games that is not as fun as others this is from okay this is from uh imanopio says terminator resistance sx version upgrade coming soon sean Nice. Oh, okay. I looked it up though, and it says it went live on September twenty seventh. Oh, so this is not on Game Pass, right? It's just a, a no. Play. It's a buy game. Okay. It's a buy game. <laughs> how how much is it on Xbox? 
Uh, I think it was 40. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. And uh, this is uh, okay. Th this was from Nandito Hernandez. Once again, wanted to give them a big shout out for the, the support. Thank you, Nandito Hernandez. Big shout out there. And let me go over here to Streamlabs as well. Liam says, if you think the Pokemon dev team teams are incompetent, you should meet the Minecraft dev team. Best selling game of all time. Owned and backed by Microsoft. Yet they make you vote on the mob of three when uh, a, a Muffet could add all three perfectly in a weekend. Yeah, yeah. People are talking about that. They they add one thing per year, and yeah, modders can add everything instantly. Yeah. Okay. Sean, are you doing the after show tonight? I should ask you. Uh yeah, I'll do it for a little bit. Adam says, "Always love catching the show live." Now that twenty twenty three is almost over, what are the cast top three games of the year so far? They theirs would be Dead Space remake, Jedi Survivor, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Resident Evil 4 Remake and probably Starfield. Let me ask you this then, MVG, with a Discord question that ties right into that. This is from Drew Man who says, maybe I missed it, but did we ever get MVG's impressions and thoughts on Starfield yet now that he's beaten the game? I always value his opinions from a developer's aspect. Were you impressed with the final product from Bethesda or did it fall short in some ways? I did enjoy the game and Nate and I will actually be recording an episode all about Starfield oh. at some point, so... Check out Nate the Hate podcast. That's so you set them up. Set them up for that. There you go. There you go. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, games that I feel like stuck with me real, real well. I'd say mine are Street Fighter Six, Resident Evil Four Remake, and maybe Armored Core. Armored Core really, really impressed me. Yeah, I got Tears of the Kingdom up there. That's still, I think, my number one spot. It's tough because there's still a bunch of games coming up here soon. Yeah, I think Tears of the Kingdom is definitely like the in the one spot for me. But I actually have Jedi Survivor up there too, just like they do, because now it's fixed. I went back and looked at it, and it's it just it runs significantly better, and that's a really really good game. People are saying Baldur's Gate three. I haven't played it oh, yet. Oh yeah, so I'm I'm waiting to play Man, that. I really wish I could get into Baldur's Gate three. It's just not my kind of RPG. I wish I could get Martin into Mario it though. Sunshine. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Sean. Right. I wish I could get into it. I feel like if if I was if I really liked kind of the pen and paper dungeon dragon stuff i would be and i can see the quality and everything it's just yeah uh, it's not I, my give, game give it give it a couple hours honestly i do genuinely think that Baldur's gate 3 is maybe the best game i've ever played no, it's, like it, it's good but I, I, I also don't think john would like it in the long run the, oh yeah the the weird like having to know all the background mechanics and metrics to try to like push yourself in certain directions a lot of people who play these types of games don't enjoy kind of fucking up a uh, conversation with someone because of a dice roll and then you're just like well now i'm gonna lose a whole chunk of the storyline where that's actually kind of <laughs> part of the fun of it of yeah. being like oh well that, i gotta do this now so it's it's i i love it i love how weirdly in depth it can get like if you do stealth runs it's completely different than like combat runs or conversation runs or just generally anything there's some issues but yeah, definitely Baldur's Gate. I, I've been loving that. Uh, Armored Core, you said, one of my three. And then I think Last Spell came out, finally, a 1.0 for it this year. It's a great tactics game. I love that one. I just picture the zoomed out view when you're being robbed by a bandit at knife point and everyone stops, you put a bowl down, and then you just throw a 16-sided dice into it to see if you live. 
It, it is, but everything's so snappy. It doesn't feel like that. Even that I know it's just one. funny. This is funny. Oh yeah, think about that. Also, if you're trying to do like actual theft things, you can do the stop time. So you actually mm, do yeah. turn base, which is what you're kind of supposed to do, so you don't get screwed up by someone walking by. And then you can do that. But it's actually built in really well. Uh, there's a character early on, Mole. You can steal a statue for them, give it to them, steal it from them, meet them later, and then they stand there and go, "Someone stole that stupid statue." I have no idea. It's like really really fine details when we get to the end of the year we're going to probably do an entire show just talking about the top games and we'll try to come to some kind of determination as to a list probably not an exact game like which one would be the art the game of the year because we're gonna have different thoughts on it but if we come up with a list of our top five games that we all agree on i think that'll probably be the way we'll go about it i might make it the easiest to take in all the opinions and figure out a, a top five list for 2023 and we'll hold on to that list as we go forward then from now on so and i think i had one other one here on stream that's uh pro gamer says still waiting for my burnout 3 takedown remaster anytime now ea i'll even pay extra if you can if you can bring the ost with it <laughs> the dead space remake was great you can do this ea challenge everything i need to bring that back by the way that was a good opening back in the day challenge everything i like that that actually meant something back then <laughs> Oh, well, uh, I like to convince myself it did. Those are simpler times, though. Simpler times. Let me go around here. Sean, you're doing the after show. Uh, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you as well? Uh, RGT85 on the Internet. And then what's your where are you going for your live stream afterwards? Oh, RGT live and extras. OK, thank you. Also, uh, let's go to Max. Good to have you back. Where can everyone find you? Uh, youtube.com slash dreamcast guy uh, i just put up a video about uh assassin's creed mirage that people are watching and loving so i appreciate the support on that uh, i have a big review coming up for spider-man so get ready for that okay and i'll go over to mvg you can find me on youtube at modern vintage gamer i have a video coming out on monday and i also have a video coming out on tuesday so busy two week. two videos hold on a minute yep so check out the channel and oh. i'm sure there'll be a nate the hate next week why what's happening i told you we'd starfield discussion oh i thought something else okay that's fine <laughs> and uh what about evan you can find me on youtube at kimrick's project if you're into tabletop games specifically right now kill team for warhammer 40k but uh some painting things i think i'm gonna try to put together a video about quickly and easily mass painting some stuff for people who don't want to have to spend all that time that okay. should be fun mm -hmm. Very good, very good. So check us out over on the after show. Also check out spawncastnetwork.com. Link is down below in the description. And I do want to once again give a give a shout out to Nandito Hernandez with the big support. And of course, Corey McIntyre, who we'll probably see over in the after show as well. So thanks everyone tuning in. We will be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll see you guys then.